0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Stephen Jarvis Reviews Podcast. Today, I'm talking about the 1987 Minnesota Twins. This team is the one that would win the World Series, the first in the history of the Minnesota Twins, but second in uh, the franchise. Um, The Minnesota Twins, who were the Washington Senators before they moved to uh, Minnesota and became the Twins, uh, the Senators won it back in nineteen twenty four. Uh, what's of note about the eighty seven World Minnesota Twins is that um they only won eighty five games during the nineteen eighty seven World or regular season, um and then would go on to win the World Series with the fewest regular season wins since Major League Baseball expanded to a one hundred sixty two game season in nineteen sixty one. Uh, and the fewest of any team since the nine, or 1889 New York Giants. Um, they also became the first team to win the World Series, despite being outscored by their opponents in the regular season, having scored 786 runs and allowed 806. Um, Tom Kelly became the fifth manager to win a World Series in his first full season on the job, one of seven total as of 2019 to accomplish that beat. Uh, the offseason... Brought in some um, big names. Uh, Ron Gardenhire was uh, uh, the Twins traded a player to be named later to the New York Mets for Ron Gardenhire. Um, the Minnesota Twins would be, in the regular season would go eighty-five and seventy-seven, first in the American League West, two games ahead of the Kansas City Royals. The team had one of the lowest winning percentages ever for a World Series champion at 525. They also had their remarkably bad road record of 29-52, which is a 358 percentage, um, but made it up for winning 56 home games, which was best in the MLB. Uh, Fortunately for the Twins, they played in a very weak division. Only two teams finished above 500, and only 10 games separated the Twins from the last place California Angels, the previous year's division champion, and Texas Rangers. The Twins' 85-77 record was the lowest for a World Series champion for nearly two decades until the 2006 St. Louis Cardinals won the World Series with an 83-78 record. 87 was the first year the twins started using their modernized logos and uniforms, which are still in use today. Only one twin made the All-Star game, which was outfielder Kirby Puckett. The highest paid player was Kent Herbeck, followed by Burt Um, Over a late August weekend at Milwaukee, Puckett went for ten went ten for eleven with four homers and two doubles. Raising his batting average 13 points, the feet tied a major league record. Joe and Nirko, a pitcher for the Twins, was suspended for 10 games when umpire Tim discovered an emery board in his pocket. Suspected Nirko was scuffing the ball and saw the emery board fly out of Anirko's pocket. Anirko said he was filling his, filing his nails in the dugout, but American League president Dr. Bobby Brown didn't believe him and ordered the suspension when the Twins won the pennant. Anirko set a major league record as he waited 20 and a half years since his debut, debut to reach a World Series game. Uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> over 2 million fans attended Twins games, the sixth highest total in the American League. The Homer Hankey was also introduced in the 87 pennant drive. When the Twins made the playoffs for the first time since 1970, three members of the team of that team remained with the club now 17 years later. Burt Bylevin was the only remaining player. Tony Oliva became the hitting coach, and Rick Renenke, the third base coach. The offense, which we all know by now had. This was the last year for a long time that twins were stocked with power hitters. In particular, Kirby Puckett, Kent Herbeck, Gary Gaetti, and Tom Brunschke combined to hit 125 home runs. The team as a whole hit 196. Herbeck, Gaetti, and Brunschke each surpassed 30 home runs, a number that no twin would reach again until Jester Mon- Morneau and Torrey Hunter in 2006. Kirby Puckett led the AL. The American League with 207 hits. No surprise there. Despite the power in the lineup, the Twins were outscored uh, 806 to 76, one of the largest such differentials for a World Series champion. Uh, team leaders in home runs was Kent Herbeck with 34. RBIs was Gary Gaetti with 109. Uh, batting average was, of course, Kirby Pocket with 332. And runs again, Kirby Pocket was 96. Uh, pitching had sweet sweet music. Frank Viola, Bert Bylevin, also known as Circle Me Bert, and Les Straker provided stability through the year. Mike Smithson, Joe Nerko, and Jeff Bittiger were less reliable. Newly acquired, clo- acquired closer Jeff Reardon was a reliable option at the end of games. Juan Berringer was the most reliable setup man, posting a 3.94 ERA. Bylevin led the AL, or American League, with 49 home runs allowed. Uh, That's shocking. Uh, Team leaders in ERA was sweet music. Frank Viola uh, with 2.9 or 2.90 wins. Frank, again, with 17 saves. Was Jeff Reardon with 31 and strikeouts? Again, Frank with 197. The defense. The defense was not as strong as would be for typical Twins under manager Tom Kelly. Herbeck was the most reliable fielder at first base in the outfield. The Dan Gladden, pluck pocket and Brunsky was reliable. Third baseman Gary Gaetti and center fielder Kerry. Kirby Puckett each won their second Golden Glove. Uh, the standing season standings, the Twins 85 and 7. Uh, Kansas City Say Rose 83-79. Oakland Athletics 81 and 81. Seattle Mariners was 78-84. Chicago White Sox 77-85. Texas Rangers 75-87. And California Angels was 75-87. Um I'm gonna try and get us. In the postseason, the Twins won the American League Championship Series, defeating the Detroit Tigers four games to one. Gary Gaetti was named the ALCS MVP. He'd set a record by homering in his first two. Postseason at bats, the Twins won the series by winning two of the two of the three road games at Detroit, despite a four and eight regular season record versus the Tigers, as well as twenty nine regular season wins on the road. <clears throat> the Twins won all four games to top the St. Louis Cardinals in the World Series. Frank Viola was named the series MVP, even though it was the Twins bats that were instrumental in the first three wins, outscoring St. Louis 29 to 10 in the process. And we'll open more up with the World Series Um, later. um, I know a lot more people want me to go into more depth about the 87 World Series which I will do. I think that'll be net my next episode on Monday, me talking about the 87 World Series. So, but yeah, the Twins that year were, I would say, a miracle team. We weren't probably, we weren't probably a, we're the first worst-to-first teams. And if you know anything about the Minnesota Twins history, they would do repeat the same feat in 1991. Uh again, behind the bats of Herbeck and Kirby Puckett. I know I've probably screwed up a few names when doing this, but if I was gonna give this team a rating, I wasn't born around the eighty seven or ninety one World Series. I I really missed out on stuff like that. Um heck I missed out on the Vikings when they went to the super four Super Bowls in the sixties and seventies. Um but you know, that's, that's one thing I love about doing these podcasts is cause I'll go back, I'll do my research and then I'll, you know, tell every, you know, make an episode and all that stuff. Um, if I was to do a ranking on this team, I'd probably say a five out of 10. I mean, the twins came out of nowhere in 87, um. And I'm sure with their record, they weren't expected to do much. Um, It's shocking how also in 87, the Vikings got one game away from going to the uh, Super Bowl. So it's like you had two teams that were there. One that was almost there and then one that won the pennant. Um, This was actually, I think, the third um appearance for the Minnesota Twins if you include the appearance by the Washington Sen- Senators way back in the day. Uh the Minnesota Twins also went to the World Series back in 1965, which will be another episode for another day, but um some of the ones from the old Twins teams back in their glory years were uh Tony Oliva There's one of them, and then there's another one that I mentioned before. Um, It was... It was very, very cool to be a twin Twins fan. Um, Nowadays, not so much. Um, But I wish I would... Fun fun fact here for you guys. Uh, My dad, my brother, and me were at... uh, Marketplace Foods in, uh, St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin. And we actually got to meet Kirby Puckett. Um, he has, he had a cabin somewhere up here in Wisconsin and, uh, my dad, Kirby Puckett had offered to give me and my brother an autograph while I was too young and I, I blew it off. I kind of went, Oh, you know, I don't know who you are and all that. Um, and, uh, If my dad ever heard this, he'd be like, Yeah, I remember that. And, um, funny thing was, being so young, no one would ever know that Kirby Puckett was actually my favorite player. Um, I really liked Kirby. Uh, kind of made me sad when my dad would point out that, Hey, Steven, you see that guy? And it's like, Yeah, that's Kirby Puckett. He's like, Yeah, that's the guy you didn't get an autograph from. It's just like, and I remember I'd, uh, walk back to the room with my head tucked down, and just be like, kind of tell my dad thanks, you know. Could have got my, here, one of my idols' is uh, autograph, and, you know, just to screw that up. Um, but, you know, uh, Kirby's long since passed, you know, and Kirby Puckett, I would say, was probably one of the most underrated twins ever and people will say well he had good stats he's in the hall of fame i'm pretty sure uh yeah that's all good and dandy but it's like i don't think we would have gotten to the world series just based on kent herbeck and kent herbeck again great player he's a really great player um from minnesota bloomington minnesota um one of my mom's uh ex-husband steve actually went to school with him and played ball and all that with them. So so that's another nice little tidbit. Um, I just, I want to say that, you know, I wish I would have gotten to see the these World Series plays or uh, games and all that. Um, but, you know, that's what we have YouTube for, and I think I'll probably... Probably end up watching them, you know. It's uh, it's one of those things I'd like to see. Uh, I know in school for like mini courses, every time there's like a Minnesota Twins mini course thing that you could sign up for, I had to sign up for it, and we'd watch the '91 World Series and some of the '87 World Series. Um, it was uh, it's a very cool time. I guess to be a twins fan, you know uh the Homer Hanky was introduced in eighty seven which has been kind of the rallying cry for the twins um, but yeah i I hope you guys like this. I know I'm probably over the page with this, but you know i i I know I crap on a lot of the Minnesota teams nowadays, but you know. It's only because I never got to really see the glory days of the of these teams. Um, God, I still remember my dad being pissed when the North Stars left in I think ninety three or ninety four after they got to the um, Stanley Cup, even though they lost. But you know, Um, a book that I can't wait to get is the. and I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it. I gotta open up my thing here because it's under the books I want called "History of Heartbreak: uh, 100 Events That Tortured Minnesota Sports Fans." I I can't wait to get that book. I told us I said once I pay off the last of our um, last of our bills for this month, I said I'm getting it. Um, I. I really, really can't wait to uh to get that book and read it. I I love I I may crap on like I said before, I may crap on Minnesota sports teams, but you know, I just love the history. I mean, not a lot of people know that the LA Lakers were actually the Minneapolis Lakers. And that Bud Grant, yes, the Legendary coach of the Minnesota Vikings And you know The uh, CFL Winnipeg Blue Bombers I think it was In the CFL But Bud Grant was actually A player For The Lakers I think for a year or two Maybe And I wish that they would have stayed Here in Or in Minnesota, I'm, I'm now in Wisconsin. But, you know, just wanted to bring that sweet gem to you guys. Hopefully you like this episode. I'm sorry if you don't, but hopefully you guys come back Monday for a review of the 1987 World Series between the Twins and the St. Louis Cardinals. All right. Well, that is it for me. Hope you guys liked it. Sorry if it was all, if you guys didn't. I know I have a few times where I had kind of dropped the ball a bit, but hopefully you guys liked it. I like doing this, the these reviews for you guys, and uh, keep being you and keep staying out of trouble, all right? Thank you so very much. This is Stephen Jarvis, signing out.